Is there not an entire section on this subject? I know that I may have changed my mind in the meantime on that, so it's unfair. I may have I may have changed my mind about Mithra, for example. Is, is, your, is your book for sale about it? Yes, it what have you ever asked God for forgiveness? <laughs> I'm not sure I have. I just go and try and do a better job from there. I don't think so. Let me tell you, 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 let me tell couple of things we're going to talk about this episode. One is some pretty sensitive stuff, so I am going to give you the option. The first few minutes is we're going to talk about is stuff that is just ridiculous. It's dumb. It is, um, just, yeah, ridiculous. <laughs> and uh, But it has led to some funny stuff. And so we'll talk about that first five minutes or so. Um, then we're going to get into some a really sensitive topic, and I want to give you the option of removing your children from the room uh, while we talk about it. Put some headphones in, do whatever you have to do if you do not want to have the conversation with your child. Um, if you need to plug their ears right now, I will tell you what the topic we are going to talk about is. We are going to be talking about pedophilia and uh pedophiles and so if that is a conversation you are not ready to have with your child please feel free press pause let them go out of the room but i'm all about if you want to have that conversation i'm happy to be the guy who facilitates you having that conversation with your kids because the reality is it's real it is happening are i don't i don't want to be the the you know the sky is falling guy but our kids aren't safe anymore the way well obviously they never have really been that safe you take the the population of adults now and however many of them were abused sexually as children i mean i'm sitting here in front of you as someone who was sexually abused as a child um and so on so again our kids kids are not safe and they need to be information is is power so letting them know i've had bits and pieces of these conversations with my two and a half year old what is appropriate for her to know and simply because it needs to be discussed she knows that nobody is to ever touch her in places where we have told her not to let anybody touch her, even mommy and daddy. Uh, those are her places. Right now, we have to help her wash some of those places and so on. She's potty training, so we have to help her clean those places when she's done. But she knows that there's a difference between that kind of touch and others. And so, again, if you want to have that conversation with your kids, feel free to let them stay in the room and listen. Um, if you don't, press pause, remove them, 
put your headphones in, do whatever it is you got to do. Okay, so there you go. Um, I think I've given enough explanation, disclaimer, everything else for you. So, but let's talk about this this stupid stuff uh, from the beginning. And I actually want to really quick. I want to look up this name of this actress. Um, do do do. Live podcasting, y'all. Um, yeah, there you go. Ooh, that's bright. Uh, do do do. Uh, okay. So Disney is redoing the. They're doing their live action version of Little Mermaid, like they've done with other movies, uh, Lion King. Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin, um, Jungle Book, I think they did. None of which I've seen. Zero. I haven't watched a single one. Seriously doubt I'm going to go see The Little Mermaid remake. Um, there's there's one way I will go see that movie. But um, Halle Bailey is the name of the actress that they have cast her in. I've seen her in other things. Can't think of what it is off the top of my head. But I know I've seen her in other movies. She's been a um, good, good actress from what I can remember at this point in time. What I've seen her in, she's good. Uh, I can't think if I've heard her sing. I know there will probably be singing. If she can sing well, she can act well. You want the best person for the role. And people apparently are losing their minds that Disney would cast a black girl as Ariel in The Little Mermaid. Let's get past the fact that mermaids don't exist, so we can't say that they're specifically white or black or, you know, Latino or Latina, whatever. We don't know, so let's just pick the best actress for the job and if the girl can sing and she can act then by golly put her in a fishtail and let her be ariel and let her sing songs and have her jamaican crab friend and do whatever it is that that mermaids do i never saw the original cartoon so and no frame of reference whatsoever and i don't care And I can't believe that there are literally people losing their minds over this. Just stop. If you are so highly offended that uh, a black girl is playing Ariel in The Little Mermaid, then just stop the bus. I want to get off. I don't. I just can't. My can't even is broke. At this point, and it, <laughs> this has become so ridiculous, this whole split over race and so on. I mean, yes, I acknowledge the fact that there are some some serious racial things happening. Do I think it's systemic in this country? No, I do not. Do I think there are issues that need to be dealt with? Absolutely. On an individual case basis, case by case, we deal with these things, whether they're uh, 
prompted by racism, whether they're prompted by accident, whatever it is. You know, every situation that deals with police and, and, and people of color or, you know, stupid white people who want to call the cops because there's a black guy walking down the street in their neighborhood. You know, all these things, we, we deal with them one by one. But again, I don't think it's a systemic thing. I think, again, of, of any nation in the world where black people have the greatest opportunity, this is it. Obviously, Disney's going to give opportunity to a black person to play the Little Mermaid. And fantastic. Go on and go do it and have a great time. Um, I'll wait till it comes out on a cable and I'll watch it on uh, Stars or BET or wherever it comes out first. And uh, then again, that's a lie. I probably won't. <laughs> I have really no desire to see Little Mermaid at all. Black, white, Asian, you name it, I'm not going to see it. Probably won't see the real live action remake of Mulan that they're doing. Uh, can't imagine that Pocahontas is any far off down the road either and so on. So I don't plan to see any of them and I think it's ridiculous. But here's what I do appreciate is the internet's meme game is on point dealing with this right now and it is showing up all over the place we've got dude from uh the notebook is the new black panther and we've got um i don't know four white girls from saturday night live is the new cast of set it off and you know all kinds of stuff but my favorite here is my favorite, and of all people that I owe it to, it is Snoop Dogg posted this. I don't know if he made this meme. I don't know if he's responsible for it. A uh, little bit of foul language in there that I blocked out. Um, but please, whoever does this stuff, please make this movie. <laughs> Please remake Masters of the Universe, He-Man and the Masters of the Universe with Terry Crews as He-Man. Because I'll go see it. Whether it's animated or live action. Put Terry Crews in that bad, crazy mullet haircut wig and put him on a battle cat and <laughs> let him wield his sword of power like crazy and i will watch it terry cruz is one of my favorite um comedic actors and i would pretty much see him in anything here's how disney gets me to go see the little mermaid live action put terry cruz in as uh ariel's dad is it neptune or poseidon or whoever i don't know like i said i didn't see the original cartoon so i don't know if it was greek or roman or whatever or if it's even just somebody else i don't know but make terry cruz her dad i will go see that movie i promise i will buy my ticket now if you cast terry cruz this is my bid for terry cruz as ariel's dad in the live action uh little mermaid Whoever you've hired already, fire them. Give the job to him. I will go see the movie. Make, put Terry Crews in all the roles. Make him the Little Mermaid. I'll go see the movie. 
you know, fire Halle Bailey, put Terry Crews in. I bet he can sing. <laughs> I'm, I'm, again, but this is just, I'm, I'm over it. I'm so over it with, but I do seriously appreciate. It's been going through the Reform Bars uh, group for three days. <laughs> they just keep popping up. Meme after meme after meme of just flip-flopping roles and, and so on. And I just say, let Terry Crews ta- play all the roles. Let him play everything. Eddie Murphy did it in Coming to America. He played all the roles. Except for those three by, you know, Arsenio. <laughs> so, I'm serious. I, I'm just, I don't know. I'm, I'm just so over it. And especially in light of what we're about to go talk about. Does this really matter? Is this something? We just, This nation just keeps finding more and more reasons to divide. You know, if we can't divide over... Yeah, politics and or or dem, uh, political parties. Uh, if we can't divide over, you know, if the president's good or not, can't divide. If we're, you know, we're going to divide over shoes and what symbols are put on the shoes, whether there's flags or not. We're going to divide over, you know, just anything, soccer and basketball. We just. We find reasons to divide, and this is stupid. This is a stupid reason to have the division that we have in the church right now, or not the church, the our nation right now, probably even in the church. We're seeing this division, this racial division in the church. I thought it, that was going to be the big chasm in in the church that, that caused uh, the biggest chasm in the church was going to be racism. Apparently now, right now, it's Beth Moore. And I'm going to deal with that probably tomorrow or the next day on the Master's Dog. I'm getting more stuff in, in place to to have that episode. I was going to leave it alone, but I'm going to have that episode. So, there you go. Get over yourselves. If you're mad that Ariel's being played by a black girl, just get over yourself. Don't go see the movie. There will be plenty of enough people, little girls all over the place, who are going to want to go see that movie. I'm sure my little girl is going to want to go see it, and my wife can take her, and I'll go see Terry Crews in He-Man and the Master of the Universe. So, with that, let's, again, one more chance. If you want to remove little ears from the room, please do so right now. Uh, Hit pause, put your headphones in, do whatever it is got to do, because we are about to start talking about a very serious issue of pedophilia. And this was the first thing. This I think this started rolling around a couple of days ago, um, popping up on Twitter about every eighth uh, tweet in my timeline. It had something to do with this, and this is an article written, Pedophilia is a disorder and not a crime. You can find the article... Basically what it is, it's essentially saying the same thing that the video I'm going to play here in a second is saying that, uh, and I guess I granted a little bit of, of credence in the fact that if people are not acting upon, physically acting upon the desires and the urges of pedophilia, 
the sexual attraction to prepubescent children, if they're not acting physically acting upon that, then, well, if they're looking at pictures and stuff, child pornography is a crime, absolutely. But if they're not, you know, if they're not looking at, ki- at kitty porn and they're not physically acting out and and perpetrating on children, well, then it's not a crime. And I appreciate the fact that this article says it is a disorder, but this is this is exactly what happened with homosexuality and polyamory, polygamy, whatever you want to call it. Um, these are the things that they did. It it it's get, letting the camel get his nose under the the tent. Uh, and sooner or later, he's gonna he's gonna work his way in. It is the beginning of normalizing and making this. Uh, what is it? mainstream? It's it doing. They are beginning to do the same thing with pedophilia that they did with homosexuality and transgenderism and polyamory and so on. They are trying to make it normal. They are using terminology by saying it's nothing more than a sexual orientation. And by saying that, they are trying to bring it into the same protected status that homosexuals get and transgenders are getting right now. If you read the article, uh, it essentially is, it talks about there's, there's no treatment there's no way to stop a pedophile from being a pedophile and finding ways to keep them and you know balancing between you know helping them and being wise and not letting them be around children you know not hiring them as a third grade teacher and so on but again there's a subtle deception that comes in with with these articles and the video we're going to watch here in a minute, there's a, a very subtle deception that is is literally trying to the camel's trying to get his nose under the tent, and this is something that I predicted was going to happen probably ten to fifteen years ago when Big Love came out on HBO, <laughs> and um, Sister Wives and things like that. The normalization of polygamy is when I said pedophilia is next. They've already brought in, uh, you know, it's not it's not about tolerance anymore. It's about acceptance and celebration. And we're getting and and that's been the way with everything. It started with tolerance, then it was acceptance and approval, and worked its way to celebration. And the same thing with polygamy, which we're we're getting to the point where it's you know tolerance has, has come and gone, acceptance is there, and we're just on the verge of seeing society go to approval on polygamy, and now we're just coming into the tolerance portion of pedophilia, and we've watched this, and and again, don't tell me that it's not true. Because we've watched this cycle happen over and over again with other things. And so, real quick, there's a a YouTube video, and it's just a short clip from a TED Talk. Kind of the same thing. 
as you listen to her, there are things that you go, yeah, I agree with that. But listen for the subtle deception of trying to, again, just be accepted as just another sexual orientation. So we're going to go ahead and I'm going to let this play through um, and then we'll talk about it a little more on the other side. So a few things that uh, she said in there that, again, we, we listen to that and we go, well, yeah, I kind of I kind of agree with that. I kind of, um, yeah, I mean, and, yeah, 
differentiate between the thought and the action and and so on and don't be mean to them so they'll be willing to admit who they are so we can help them get treatment but and and they're not responsible for their feelings any more than I'm responsible for my feeling for being disgusted let me tell you I choose to be disgusted I choose to let that feeling stand and literally what she is telling us is to choose to have other feelings well if I can't control my feelings then how can I choose to not be angry and not uh, confront them with disgust or anger or any of these things you just told me I can't stop that feeling uh, just as they can't but then you told me I need to change that feeling see Again, here's the subtle deception that comes in that says, well, you can't control the way that you feel. They can't control the way they feel. So you need to choose to feel differently. But they don't need to choose to feel differently. Did you get it? Did you catch that? That subtle deception that comes in. And what happens is, and and again, by societal, societal norms, as in legal situations absolutely we can we can differentiate and again unless they are looking at child pornography and they're not physically perpetrating on a child then they're not committing a crime i do appreciate again they're calling it a disorder she didn't call it a disorder in the video that the article does and here you see the progression here it's called a disorder. There it's just called a sexual preference. Just like heterosexuality. No. And this is where we get into the issue of the church. Do I want the government just going and, and locking up anybody who says they have an attraction, but they're not actively engaging in uh, criminal activity? No. No. Because again, we come to this place where we go, when are the, when is it going to be? When is it going to come down to us, where they're going to say that preaching against homosexuality is a crime, and so on? So therein is where we can differentiate. But as the church, there's a a, a different line. But I, before I get there, I'm getting ahead of myself. There's one more. And again, we see the subtle uh, differences between pedophilia as a disorder. Pedophilia is just another sexual orientation. And now here we get, this is an, uh, an account that it's actually, praise God, it's been suspended from Twitter. One of the few Twitter times Twitter suspends people that I'm like, yeah, great job. This is the Amos Yee Army. These are people who apparently support some dude whose account has also been suspended, and I didn't want to look him up on the internet for fear of what would show up in my uh, my search engine. So I did not throw him in Google and try to look him up. But apparently, from what I gather, um, just through a few of the, the, the tweets that have come out from this account, Amos Yee, and he's got a couple other names, is a guy that is saying that that people should be able to have sex with children anytime uninhibited blah 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 disgusting now this person is like we're all behind you picture of a nine-year-old in their uh 
profile pic supposedly is what it said as a nine-year-old and there's a tweet that i didn't put up here but they were talking about oh you might find her attractive and da 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 no no i do not i mean she might be a pretty young lady girl but in no way shape or form do i find that sexually attractive that's the even the thought repulses me I can't control my feelings, but yet, here again, they ask us to change our feelings, to choose our feelings. But here is stuff, and, and again, I'm not going to read through all this stuff, but um, talking about this is pushing even further for consent for children. Um, th- this is this account, I didn't put all the, the horrifying, and finally it was suspended as well. It was up for... A few days I went back and looked at some things and each one got worse and worse. Um, but just calling for the celebration again. not Well, maybe not so to the point of celebration, but approval. So we've seen, we've seen tolerance, acceptance, and approval. And it's, it's happening. It is happening. So now how do we deal with this as the church? As the church... What is it that we are called to do? Because as the church, we don't, there's a, there's a level of differentiation between the physical act and the mental thought. But Jesus said, if you look upon a woman to lust, you've committed adultery in your heart. Jesus would say, if you look at a child with lust, you've committed pedophilia and, and child sexual assault in your heart. And then goes on, even heavier on this topic uh, to say that it would be if you cause one of these little ones to stumble, if you cause a child to sin. And yes, sexual activity between a child and an adult carries a weight of sin. Even if it is forced upon the child, there's still a weight of sin there. And uh, not that the child is absolutely responsible for it but that person who is responsible has caused that child to sin and jesus said it would be better to have a millstone tied around your neck and thrown into the ocean here we have solid proof that i believe that the the government who is there to wield the sword i think anyone who and and i say this with a, a a family member in prison right now, and I'm going to leave it at that, for this situation. Death penalty. Immediately. You're guilty, you're dead. Feel the same way about rapists. Anyone who rapes an adult. You're guilty, you're dead. I believe in the death penalty for rapists. And child molesters. Death penalty. Go ahead and nap me with that. That's where I stand. And I firmly believe that the Bible gives gives mandate for that as well. Um, the government wields the sword. We as Christians do not. We are not judge and executioner. What do we do as Christians? We preach the gospel. 
We share the gospel with these people. If they're on death row, and this is why we need to be doing the things that Jesus called us to do. We need to be going into the prisons. We need to be going into hospitals. We need to be going out onto the street and preaching the gospel to people who need to hear it. Because one, that's the method that God has mandated that he is going to use to draw people to himself. Can he do that without evangelists? Absolutely. Has he chosen to use evangelism and evangelists and and Christians sharing their faith to do that? That's how he's chosen to do it. And that is when the Holy Spirit goes and convicts people of sin, draws them to a place of repentance, and changes their heart. When they make comments like, pedophiles cannot change, I don't buy it. Because I know Christ. And Jesus changed me. I no longer consider myself a porn addict. But I am a sinner saved by grace. Do I still have temptation? Absolutely. But by the Holy Spirit, I can overcome that temptation. By the power of the Holy Spirit, I have been porn free for a long time. Have I had a couple of slip ups in uh, probably not quite a full year at this point? I probably had a, it's been within a year that I've had a slip up and, and looked at porn. But I'm no longer a porn addict. I do no longer identify as a pornography addict. I'm saved by grace and changed by the Holy Spirit. I hate that sin. And the Holy Spirit can do that for a pedophile. Can do that for a homosexual. Can do that for an adulterer or a thief or a murderer. We have hundreds of thousands of millions of examples of people who had a sin that they were delivered from. It's why when you know we're looking at the things going on with the PCA and so on, we do not identify people as gay Christian. We do not identify people as thieving Christians or pedophile Christians or alcoholic Christians. We are Christians. Christ first. That is our identity. The Holy Spirit changes us. We hate our sin. If you are in a place where you do not hate your sin and you are not in a place where you are, the Holy Spirit is driving you to fight against your sin, then I would challenge your salvation. If the Holy Spirit dwelling within you is not causing you to want to fight sin, whether that's pedophilia, whether that's homosexuality, whether that's murder, theft, whatever it is, adultery, pornography, gluttony, you name it. If the Holy Spirit isn't causing you to desire to do something different, then I challenge your salvation. Because that's what the Holy Spirit does. He convicts us of sin, He regenerates us, and He causes us to hate our sin. And we start to bear fruit in keeping with repentance. The only way we can pursue holiness is through the Holy Spirit. By His power living within us. And that's why we have to go preach the gospel. If we buy into this stuff, this psychology and these things of saying, well, just be nice to them so they'll admit and so we can give them treatment and so on. The only treatment that is going to work is repentance and faith in Christ. The only thing that can turn a pedophile 
into an upstanding member of society who has heterosexual desires for a, a person of the opposite sex is the Holy Spirit. It's the only thing that is going to cause that to happen. No medication, no psychiatry, no psychology is going to... That, that's what... Because they're already telling them they can't change. It's the same thing with homosexuality. It's why we see people like Jay Givens and Vicki Beeching and all these people who are, are just out there going, well, I can't change. And so obviously that means God must accept me as I am. And so let's just, let's just go ahead and, and be gay. But yet we have examples of people like Jackie Hill Perry who repented of her sin and recognized that it was wrong and, and pursued holiness and married and had children and the Holy Spirit has changed her. That is why we preach the gospel. That is why we go out and we share the good news. is because that's the only way. And also it's the way that we are going to preserve society and keep stuff like this from happening. If you don't want to see pedophilia being a mainstream thing, and children being put more in danger in the next 20 years, then you need to get out and preach the gospel. And you need to use words, because they're necessary. And until next week, Soli Deo Gloria. Mm-hmm.